Columbus may have its biggest game of the year on Sunday. I'll explain today on Locked on Blue Jackets. Your Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Hayden Hileshorn. My co-host, Jay Foster, is out today. We are here to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of your favorite team and ours, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before I get going, I want to say thank you to the everydayers for making this your first listen every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. We're free right here on YouTube. Hit subscribe if you're watching there. We're also available on uh, the SiriusXM app. You can find us through there. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. The Jackets are starting to play a little better, and it's not actually a bad time for that to be happening. Obviously, Jay and I have talked about all summer long the Blue Jackets need to be close or in the hunt around a playoff spot by American Thanksgiving if they want to be legit contenders this year. And they're not. They're in eighth place in the Metro. American Thanksgiving is now passed. But I still think this is, if they are going to make something of this year, Sunday's game against Carolina is a good chance to really set the tone, set the tone for the next uh, week ahead, which is going to be Three straight home games against Atlantic teams, the Bruins who lost today to the Red Wings, uh, the Canadians who are definitely a beatable team for the Jackets, and the Senators who are a dysfunctional team for the uh, that are they're they're good. I think they're actually better than the Jackets uh, the way that they're playing right now. But uh, three winnable games, I believe, ahead, and especially if you get hot because the Blue Jackets are hot right now. And I'll talk about some of the things that have been working for this team lately. Because you don't beat the New Jersey Devils, who won the Metropolitan last year. No, they were second. Excuse me. They were second in the Metropolitan last year. The Blue Jackets actually play the defending Metropolitan champions on Sunday against the Carolina Hurricanes. So, but like that, that's pretty crazy, actually, if you think about it. Like Columbus, who had just been struggling to get wins, right? I know the Devils are 8-9, and not really having a great follow-up year from getting second place in the Metro last year. But they're still a good hockey team, and Jack Hughes is still having a great season for them. And you're playing the the top two teams, really, in the division back-to-back games on a weekend where – it's the holiday weekend, and it's it's the time when the Jackets – like, it was the last minute. It was just today. I was talking to one of my buddies who's a big Blue Jackets fan, and he brought up the, you know, the general manager position for this team. And I hate to talk about that stuff because when I talk about some of the things that have been working for this team, it's definitely the defense lately, these last two games. And it's just a small sample size, right, because – the Blue Jackets have had – they had nine straight losses before this two-game win streak. Before this two-game win streak, it was just loss after loss after loss, bad defense after bad defense after bad defense. We were making excuses for guys, or at least we had to. But now, the last two games, it really feels like they're starting to put on what 
the hype, it, like what, like they're starting to put out on the hype that's being put into them, right? Because you look across the board, the six defensemen that played on Friday against the Devils, all former first round picks, which is just mind boggling in itself. I know the Blue Jackets didn't actually draft them all, like Cabranson and uh, Provorov. Those were trades. Boquist, I believe, also was a trade. Jake Bean was a trade. So yeah, most of them they hadn't actually drafted themselves. I think just Yurichek and Morensky, the two that were drafted by Columbus. But they're starting to play a lot better. And at least I felt like that these last two games, which going back to the general manager position is still credit to Yarmo for getting six first rounders all in the same room. I, I don't really feel like the way that this team is constructed is the reason why they are failing. I don't feel like that. I feel like if you look at other than what Yarmo did when he hired uh, the decision he made to hire Mike Babcock this offseason certainly was not a good look for him. And um, yeah, it was just, it's simply not a good look to bring in a guy that, and it's a mistake I would have made. I thought Mike Babcock was the coach, but anyway, I can't blame him for that, I guess, because he has, he has had years of good coaching hires in the past. And I think giving Pascal Vincent the job after you had to kick Mike Babcock out, if that was a Yarmo decision, great job on his part. So I don't really feel like – I feel like Yarmo's tenure with Columbus has mostly been just putting out fires and trying to keep uh, – trying to keep the flame like at a, at a good spot. Actually, I don't know if he's been trying to put out the fire or really keep the embers burning, right? Because, you know, when the fire's dying and you're running out of wood and like you're just, you're just doing anything you can to keep the fire alive because the party's going, like that's what it feels like Yarmo has been trying to do for this team. And it feels like he's been keeping them – above floating for at, like I, I don't know because they haven't made the playoffs the last several years so it's like it's tough it's tough to be looking at his job right now that's not what I want to be doing I want to be talking about what's been working for this team and it's the defense it's uh Provorov and Wierenski I thought were a pretty good pair tonight um I mean Zach Wierenski is one of your best players on the team this year but there's just there's no doubt about it there's only four guys that have a positive plus minus this year. And one of them is Zach Wierenski. The other one's Damon Severson, who Wierenski was obviously playing a lot of time with. He was his kind of his main D partner before Damon Severson went out six to eight weeks with a torn oblique. Um, but just yeah, the other three guys, just in the segment where we're talking about what's been working for this team, Justin Danforth, by the way, who has nine points in 21 games, not not so bad for a guy only averaging about 13 minutes a night. He's plus seven. That's the best plus minus on the team. Other guys in that list, like I said, Akril Marchenko is the only other of the four guys. Uh, he is at plus four, four dudes that are in positive plus minus for this team this year. Justin Danforth, Krill Marchenko, Wierenski, Severson. So, yeah, credit credit the defense because I think Zach Wierenski, having him in the lineup has been so huge for Columbus, and it seems like he's starting to string together some good games at the right time, as has Justin Danforth, who's not on the defense, obviously. He's a forward, but that guy's been consistent for this team 
all year, and it's been a treat to watch, really. I hope he keeps it going. He has he has had good games against the Carolina Hurricanes in the past. And speaking of which, before I get all excited about maybe the Blue Jackets, you know, winning three games in a row, which they have not done since two seasons ago, before I get all excited about that, I need to look at this team and talk about maybe some of the areas that they're still struggling in because there's still plenty of them. Um, I know it's hard to pick apart a 2-1 win on the road and a 7-3 win at home before that. But before that, there was a nine-game losing streak. So there's still plenty of things that are still concerning me. Maybe not necessarily from these last two games, but still some things that are concerning me that I will bring up next on Locked on Blue Jackets. Next, I want to tell you guys about better help. Because it's that time of year where you can start to feel a little sadness. It starts to get darker out. The holidays come come about and maybe depending on your family situation or just what's going on in your life. Maybe the holidays can be a little tough. I know some for me in the past, like anxiety would start to build around the holidays. And I needed to add something that I'm really like reflecting on my time in college here over the holidays when I really could have used therapy and I actually sought after therapy and I received therapy and it was a bright spot amid a lot of stress, a lot of change that was going on back in my uh, time in college. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, I highly recommend it. I personally have not tried BetterHelp, but I highly recommend something like BetterHelp because what I've read about it, it's amazing. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient. It's flexible suited towards your schedule and all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist again all this is online you can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge call um no not call get online visit betterhelp.com slash locked on nhl to get 10 percent off your first month so they're doing a nice deal for you there that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash locked on nhl just find the brighter spot in your season this holiday season with better help. All right, Columbus is still just, you know, not having the best year. They're still eighth place in the Metropolitan Division. They're playing a Carolina Hurricanes team that is third in the Metro, 11 and 8 record after an 8 2 loss Friday night to the Tampa Bay Lightning, who is a very good team. Obviously, Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay, well coached by John Cooper. They've won two Stanley Cups in the last three years. But Carolina is a pretty good team themselves. I was really surprised to see them just get trounced at home, starting Anti Ranta, who has been their worst. He's been their, uh, their weaker of their two goalies, which they've interchanged between Frederick Anderson, who is out, hoping all is well with him. He is having some health issues and has been out the last couple of weeks. Hopefully, he can uh, recover from. Uh, I don't. Want, I don't really know exact. I don't want to speak exactly what he is dealing with, but um, you can do so yourself. Do the research. He is hope. Hope everything's good for him and he can get back in the lineup for them soon because he is very. He is a very fun goaltender to watch. Not only in his time with the Hurricanes recently, but also back to when he was playing with the Leafs. He was great. So hope everything's good with Freddie Anderson. Since then, though, the, the Hurricanes have been putting anti Ranta, who the Blue Jackets, the in three matchups last year against the Hurricanes, 
Blue Jackets were one and two. They lost twice to Freddie Anderson and once to and they they beat Anti Ranta. So they're they're probably not gonna see Anti Ranta. He's played the last three games for them. He just lost eight to two Friday night against the Bolts. You'll probably see uh Pyotr Kochekov, the 24-year-old goalie, second round draft pick from 2019. He's kind of their like young and up up and comer goaltender that they're really excited about. Another dude from Russia, so he's kind of like he's you know similar. He's their Daniil Tarasov. Like we haven't had Daniil Tarasov in the Blue Jackets lineup for quite some time as he deals with a knee uh, injury. Still still coming back from. He hasn't played one game this year, Daniil Tarasov. But uh, this Pyotr Kochetkov has been getting a lot of time recently with the Hurricanes. And uh, he's had a good season for them. He's had a very good season for them. He he's been with the club the last three years. He actually his uh one of his first NHL games was that 2022 Stanley Cup playoff series against the Boston Bruins when he got in a little jab fest with uh, Brad Marchand. So that's what you might <clears throat> excuse me remember from Pyotr Kochetkov who will probably be making the start tonight just to go over some of his stats this year. He is one and four has a 3.09 goals against average is a 0.875 save percentage. So, um, but I'm, I'm not going to talk about that specifically for this segment. I want to get into why the blue jackets still, still kind of make me a little worried. I mean, just, just right off the bat, it's always fun to look up like predictions for, what is what are some of the team's chances at making the playoffs? And a really good website for that is moneypuck.com. You can look up, I don't know who's doing this to be honest, but it's just that fun, nice little if you scroll down far enough, you can find that wheel which has all 32 NHL teams around it. And uh, which you know, speaking of 32 teams, the 32nd team is the Seattle Kraken. Loved their winter classic jerseys. Did you guys see Vegas's Winter Classic jerseys? Oh, those were not good looking. I hope uh, Seattle just trounces them on uh, New Year's Day. But anyway, this uh, moneypuck.com gives you a chance to look at all the 32 NHL teams' chances at making the Stanley Cup playoffs this year. Uh, you wouldn't be surprised to find the Blue, Jack- Blue Jackets excuse me, in the bottom five at a 9.3% chance to make the playoffs this season only better than the Ducks, Canadians, Blackhawks, and Sharks. So Sharks uh, 0.1%. So a little bit better the situation here in Columbus than there right now. But really, though, Columbus is at a crossroads here because it's like if you win Sunday's game against the Carolina Hurricanes, first of all, it'll be your first three-game win streak in two seasons. Second of all, Okay, are you are you still back in this thing? I mean, like Columbus should not be in a situation where they are tanking. They have too many first round uh, picks and in on their defense. They have too many guys that they're paying a ton of money to at their forward positions, i.e., Johnny Gaudreau, Patrick Laine. Like it's you don't want to waste the prime of those guys' careers. And I know a lot is on them to kind of start to play a little better, which Patrick Laine tends to have good games against the Carolina Hurricanes. He scored the last time the Blue Jackets played in Carolina. He actually had the only goal for the Blue Jackets in a 4-1 loss in October of 2022. So Columbus has not been to that building in in a while. But um, 
I think they can win this game. I think they can win this game. Again, some of the problems with this team I remain going into this game are the fact that their forwards haven't been scoring. Like, like Justin Danforth, again, he is the leader as the fourth-line forward on this team in plus-minus, and he has nine points in 21 games, averaging 13 minutes a game. Like, forwards usually average, what, 16 to 18 minutes a game, like the, the ones that are really playing – I, I'm just that that might be a Hayden doesn't know puck moment. I'm kind of just shooting and hoping that that that's accurate, right? Like 16, 18 minutes is is how much a top liner is gonna play. A top liner, who am I? Like Sebastian Aho, he's he he's averaging uh, 20 minutes a game. He's there one of their that leads forwards for the Carolina Hurricanes, who you will see Sunday night. He is having a great season like he always has 16 points in 15 games. So for a guy that has not been averaging a lot of minutes, like Justin Danforth is getting a lot done. And some of these other forwards just aren't right now. And I just wonder if at some point it is going to start to turn on for those guys, because like you can't keep Patrick Laine and Johnny Gaudreau off the score sheet forever. At some point they're going to start ripping some goals. And I know that's only going to be good for a guy like Adam Fantilli who has been having some good stats, having some good stats, despite not having a lot of help from Patrick Laine, be it that Patrick Laine was out due to a concussion that he received from Rasmus Anderson on a cheap hit and so on and so forth. But to each their own, these guys certainly at some point can start to play better and just have a little bit more puck luck. I, I believe that things will start to turn the other way for Columbus. Um, I didn't, again, they didn't score a lot of goals, uh, on Friday against the devils. They only scored two. And if you look, Columbus hasn't won a two, one game in regulation since, uh, February, 2022. So it's been about 20 months since Columbus last won a two, one game. And that's not really their style. But they need to win games like that if they're going to make the playoffs. Obviously, you need to be able to go on the road and have your goalie have 40 saves, which, Elvis, I see you, dog. I see you, man. You are balling out right now. And, uh, and I mean, right now is in the last two games. He has seven. He stopped 70 of his last 74 shots. So kudos to you, man. Keep it up. You have been a, a – Another fun player to watch so far this year. I mean, he's had some bad games, but he's also had more games that I feel good about than games that I feel bad about for him. And that says a lot. So, um, all right, let's waste no more time. Why don't we just do some predictions on this game? Because I have a lot of thoughts and I think it might surprise you what I think the Jackets might be able to accomplish in this game on the road Sunday against the Carolina Hurricanes. We'll do that next on Locked on Blue Jackets. Next, I want to tell you guys about Game Time. Game Time is a wonderful place that I go to when I start to worry about where I'm going to buy my tickets for my next big event. I just cancel my worries out by just getting on Game Time. It's a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, and comedy slash theater events near you. It has killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, awesome views from your seat. I love that part of it, by the way, when you're scrolling through the app. Looking at a list, it gives you, you don't even have to click on the ticket. You can just see the view from your seat. 
before you even click on it. It has the best price guaranteed. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets, last minute tickets, last minute deals, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. It's just a couple of clicks straight to the Apple Pay that'll get it done. Views from your seat, from the venue, take the guesswork out of buying your tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NHL for twenty bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L O C K E D O N N H L for twenty dollars off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. It's just the best app whenever you're going to buy tickets for things like, I mean, the Ohio State football game. Maybe, hey, maybe you want to go to the Ohio State football game that's taking place later today against uh, that team up north. Maybe you can find some nice prices last minute there with game time. So, yeah, go check that out. All right, big chance for the Jackets here. They are 2-6-1 and one this year in the Metro Carolina has played a lot less Metro games. They're just three and two. So they've played five. Columbus has played nine Metro games this year. So, which is kind of a lot, honestly. That's a lot of games for Columbus to be playing in their own division. It's also their record reflects why they have done so poorly in the Metro standings. But they've won. They they beat the Devils, which is a huge confidence boost for them. It has to be. Carolina just lost eight to two in the same night. So, Hey, maybe this is the time for Columbus to steal some more points on the road. I mean, they've had a lot of opponents come into their building and steal points. Why doesn't Columbus go on the road and get some wins of their own? There's nothing stopping them because they're playing well right now. Like Elvis is playing well, which has been really the lifeblood of this whole team, keeping them afloat in the playoff race, which if you can even say that, probably not. Again, eighth place in the Metro. It's not great. It's not great, but it's it is what it is. And my point here is is this game Sunday, if they can win it, it has to mean that they still have a chance, right? Because it'll give them two more points. It'll give them all the confidence they need playing at home to end what has been a brutal month of November where they have played them a ton of games. They finish at home here next week, Monday against the Bruins, Wednesday against the Canadians, Friday against the Senators, and then they play in Boston Sunday to wrap up games for that week. And it's just a good chance, I just feel like, for Columbus to propel themselves into three straight home games. Who knows what can happen if they win this one Sunday against Carolina. Even if they get a point, I will be disappointed, but... It'll be big for Columbus um, because they're playing better. They're playing good. Even if you look at their losses this year, they were competitive in these games. I expect them to be competitive in this game against the Carolina Hurricanes. Again, Patrick Laine, he seems to always create uh, good chances. Justin Danforth, he had a good game against them the last time they played in Carolina. Um, If I could get one request out of any Blue Jackets player, it would be – I'd like to see Jake Bean play a little play a little bit more offensive because he does have some major potential on his offensive side of game of his game. Uh he's played 19 games this year and only amassed a goal and two assists. I think he's been a really solid player for Columbus and he played a lot with Erica Branson so far this year and he he's made him and Erica Branson have looked very good together. They've looked like a very uh compatible 
two players, which given their age gap, which I think Jake Bean off the top of my head is 24 and Erica Branson's in his 30s. So that could have been completely wrong. And actually, I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do these guys justice because they play Jake Bean is 25. And Erica Branson, some people are just screaming right now because they already know. Erica Branson is 31. So despite the age gap, which maybe that's not that much of an age gap, actually. Erica Branson's a little bit younger than I give him credit for. So 31's not 31 is not old. That's only five years older than me. So I mean, wasn't trying to flex there. But um yeah, so I'm gonna take the jackets in this one. That may surprise you. I know I've been, I know we take the jackets in every single prediction, but Columbus is playing better right now. And I just wonder, I mean, who they're gonna start because if they start Elvis, I feel good about it because you know, right, the hot hand has stopped 70 of his last 74 shots. If they start Spencer Martin, I still feel good about it because Spencer Martin is that guy for the jackets. It seems like he can go out there and have a 90% save percentage game. And I think if Columbus just continues to play good defense and shut down some of these star players, I mean, they shut down Jack Hughes on uh, Friday. If they can shut down Sebastian Ajo, Andre, Andre Shvechnikov, and, uh, you know, the rest of the bunch, they'll be fine. They'll hang in this game. They can beat the Carolina Hurricanes. And, uh, yeah, I'm hoping for it. I think they get it done in a similar fashion, though, the way that they got it done against the Devils. I feel like it's just get a couple goals and just sit back and wait. Just sit back and wait, maybe play good defense. I'd prefer not because I was having a little bit of a uh, had to run to the bathroom a couple of times moments when Columbus was trying to get an empty net and keep the Devils out of the out of their net for the last two minutes of that game when Elvis was just getting hounded by pucks. The Devils were just snapping it around in the zone. Carolina will do that, by the way. Carolina will definitely do that. They play a brand of hockey that, as a Blue Jackets fan, you just sit back and you're like, wow, that team that team is pretty. Like, they're just – they play a pretty brand of hockey. They make so little mistakes. Obviously, I didn't catch a lot of their 8-2 loss uh, to the Bolts, but – they obviously do make mistakes. They, <laughs> Tampa Bay didn't just get eight goals by playing like, you know, the 90s Red Wings. I mean, maybe they are playing like that. Tampa definitely could play like that if any team did, but not against the Carolina Hurricanes. But this might be a different Carolina Hurricanes team this year. Maybe they are making a few more mistakes. I mean, they're they're only 11-8 and eight this year. Uh, if you look at what they've done the last few years, which they've won – the division, they've won their division three straight years. Last two years, it's been the Metro. The year before that, it was the Central because of the COVID year. They they haven't really met uh, maybe their expectation. Maybe Rod Brendamore has his – he feels like his team has not met their full potential yet. And given their some of their results this year, yeah, you could argue that. 8-2 loss to Tampa Bay, 3-1 loss to Philadelphia – 5-2 loss to Florida, all within the last couple of weeks for the Carolina Hurricanes. I think the Jackets, who have played well, they 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 play up to their competition. Columbus definitely plays up to their competition. And as long as they keep doing that, they can definitely steal some wins. And I expect them to, I expect Elvis at least, to put his team once again, if he plays, it might be Spencer Martin. But even so, I expect the defense and the goalie to put the forwards in a chance to go win the game late. 
I would have liked to see the Jackets score more in that third period Friday against the Devils, but they will have their chances to score in the game Sunday, and I just hope they do so because when this team gets hot, who knows what could happen. They have a favorable schedule, at least I believe, ahead of them, so we will see. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Tomorrow we'll be breaking down this Carolina Hurricanes game. Hopefully the Jackets are going into a home week with uh, a couple of uh, road wins. Thanks for making this podcast possible to the everydayers. If you're not already one of our everydayers, Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. We're free right here on YouTube. Hit subscribe. Love when those subscribe numbers go up. If you're watching there, you can find us on the SiriusXM app. I am on Twitter, social media at HaydenH971. Jay is on there at underscore J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. The show is on there at LO underscore Blue Jackets. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you can actually direct those straight to us, LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. Thank you once again for listening, and until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.